What is going on, you guys? Welcome to the Radio City Podcast. This is your host, Christopher Zamora. Welcome to another episode. So today I want to start with this video game called The Day Before. You guys might have heard of it, that it was coming out probably like over two years ago when they announced the game. And now, this time, it's coming out on November 2023 they say i checked out the trailer that just came out a few days ago and it just seems like it wasn't that good man it really wasn't i mean don't get me wrong all the the graphics in this game but the what they showed in the demo they look fantastic but the thing is that people did not like that they not show many zombies and it seemed like the world is very empty. Yeah, that's the thing that really got to me as well. It seems like it's going to be a good game, but you have to show the zombies and you have to show like this world is alive. That's what most people care about these days. Look, I'm going to read just a few comments for y'all. How bad people are saying that this game is going to be. So look, it's this right here. I like the part where you get to walk around looking at the environment. 828 likes. That's brutal, man. That's very brutal for that game. This is how it always goes. 10 full minutes of smooth looking gameplay from the alpha. Then it will release early access and be a buggy stutter fest. Damn. Let me see. Let me find another one. That's it? That's the gameplay revealed? That was just a bunch of walk cycles. Wow, man. It's just... It really did suck. They did not show anything for 10 minutes straight. We only got to see the characters just walking throughout the whole time. And really not much. We only saw a few zombies, but... They should have probably let the zombies run a little bit so we can actually see like how they run and how they attack you but we didn't even get that at all really we didn't get none of that which is very bad for a video game if you want to sell a video game you have to show the good and the bad in this game well well not really the bad but you have to show at least something and they did not show up for this game yeah, man, it, it was kind of embarrassing for them. But they still have until November to fix this game. I don't know, man. I'm, hopefully this game does well. But what I just saw for that game, I did not like. Hopefully they'll fix it. And that's all I can say about that. And now, moving on. I finally finished The Walking Dead. Finally, I finally finished it. The last time I talked about it in the podcast, I was probably in around season 11, episode 9, I think. So I was like midway through the season. But finally, I have finished watching the show. And damn, man, it was such an entertaining show. And I can't believe it's over. The good thing is that we're going to get more spinoffs from this show we're actually gonna get 
a Rick and Michonne show. Daryl is going to have his own show, and that's going to take place in France, supposedly, which is crazy. I don't know how how he's going to get over there. How is he going to get to the other side of the world? Is he going to take a ship or something by himself? Yeah, man. It's, I wonder how that show is going to turn out. That's the one I'm mostly looking forward to since right after Glenn died in The Walking Dead show, Daryl became my favorite character. So that's the one I'm looking more forward to. And the other show is Negan himself, I believe. Negan is going to have his own show, which is surprising because out of all the bad guys that stayed in The Walking Dead, that stayed alive, Negan was probably the only one that made it out. He caused so much pain for everybody, for Rick, Michonne, especially Maggie. So it's kind of interesting to see where they're going to go with Negan. And we know that they're definitely not going to die in their own shows. I don't think they're going to do that. That would be really messed up if they actually do just kill off those characters those beloved characters but i doubt it they're gonna do that to them they're very iconic characters and they're not gonna do that to their own main characters it's crazy to believe that most of the time they did not kill out many of the main cast that was a bit surprising because i thought they would have killed a lot of them but they actually didn't. I saw a video about Jamie Kennedy. Um, if you guys know who he is. He came out on the Scream franchise. He came out in the first movie. And second movie. He also made a, a cameo in the Scream 3 movie. But I mostly know him from the Son of the Mask. Son of the Mask and Kicking the Oscar as well. Those are like the, the top two movies that I know him from. What he was saying about Scream, when they when they kill him off, he said that basically when they kill you off from your own movie, that's when supposedly you're out of a job. Yeah, that's I think that's how it goes. If they kill you off in a horror movie, then that's basically it. You don't have a job and you have to look elsewhere. And I think... That's why they did not take a risk on killing many uh, characters in this series. Especially on season 11. They should have at least killed a little bit more, right? Like in the in the ending of the show. Since they were already on the finish line. But yeah. It was kind of sad, man, seeing Rosita go. I think she was one of my top 5 characters from the show. You know, it was hard seeing her go. They were climbing a, a building, right? And so Eugene and Gabriel, they made it upwards. And Rosita, she was climbing as well. But then she fell. And the thing is that she had her baby. And the crazy part is, I think she was thinking probably, damn, I'm going to die here. And the thing that kept her going is by giving her baby Coco a life that she can have. And that's why she got back up and fought all the zombies. 
as best she could. And that's how they made it out of that. And Eugene, he was the first one to find out about Rosita's bite. Which did suck, man, because, wow, he was the one that outlived Abraham and Rosita. He was the one that I least expected to survive throughout the show. Because around season five, I think that's when we actually got to meet Abraham, Rosita, and Eugene. Eugene was the one that tricked them into believing that he was a, a scientist and he knows like how to stop the virus. He was lying throughout the whole time. And it took him a very long time to get back to Rosita's trust. It took him a very long time. But it seemed like by the ending, it seemed like both of them... They cared about each other at the end. And it was sad just seeing Rosita gone, man. Why? Why her? <laughs> Does she actually die in the comics? I don't even know because I, I don't really read the comic books. I, I just only pay attention to the show. Yeah. I only watch the TV shows and never really get to read the comic books. Probably someday I will continue them. I actually have... The first um, complete edition. It gives me books one through four, I, I believe. Yeah, I, I kind of did stop reading the comic book. <laughs> yeah, but this fine. Probably I'll, I'll come back to it in later somewhere in the road. Naturally, I like that they also showed a, a major character that actually helped them. And his name is Michael Mercer. He's the leader of the troops in the Commonwealth. Oh, speaking of the troops, the costumes that they wore, it kind of did remind me of the costumes that they had on on Star Wars. Like, you know, the, the Stormtroopers? The costumes are kind of the same thing in a way. It's just like the costumes are wide and they also have like cool designs. Yeah, it did remind me of that. My brother, he told me that Robert Kirkman is a fan of the Star Wars franchise. And so he wanted to make something similar to that. And so the the troopers, that's the closest it can get. And they have pretty cool designs. I did enjoy how they look. Pretty awesome, man. And let's talk about all the characters as well that they introduce. They introduce Princess. I don't know where, man, she, she came out on season 10 around the ending. And to be honest, she became one of my favorite characters in the show. And she wasn't even in there for that long in the show. She turned out to be one of the coolest characters in the TV show. Man, they should have gotten her probably in the early seasons. So I don't know, man. What were they thinking? What was Robert Kirkman thinking? Why, why didn't he thought about princess beforehand like around season five or season six she would have been a a major character that people would love as well probably like daryl's level like in the top five or top three at, at least i guarantee you man yeah and she she was a fun character to to watch and also negan as well he had a really good development i'll say probably after he got beaten by Rick and he took everything away from him, 
it took him a while for him to actually change. And it did work. He actually went back to where he used to live on, the Savior's hideout. He went back there, but it seemed very empty. And nobody was there other than like a zombie that he found. This was around season 9, I believe where he just ex escaped from Alexandria. But then he came back. It kind of didn't make sense what Michonne told him. He just went to go see the world, but then the world spit him back, which was the cell that he was already in for a while. And not just only that, but like him getting to come to terms with... With killing Maggie's husband, which was Glenn. He actually did took him a, a very long time to apologize to Maggie. Because, yeah, man, it, it was sad and that Glenn died. And yes, he was my favorite character. To me, I just didn't feel like that connection to Negan because he killed off my favorite character. <laughs> yeah. By the ending of season 11, Maggie still couldn't ac accept Negan's apology. So the only way that he could have just come to terms, it was just to leave. Because Maggie did tell them that if he stayed, it would have just reminded her of him just killing her husband, which was Glenn. And that's why we're just getting a show for Negan. He's going to leave. Um, the place they stayed at, which is, I believe is Alexandria 2.0. He's going to get his own show and he's going to go elsewhere. I do not know where he's going to go next, but I'm sure he's just taking his wife with him. Or is he actually going to stay, which I don't know. I'm not really sure how they're going to do it. We're going to have three more shows for this one. Hopefully they turn out very good. And now, let's talk about The Last of Us TV show, episode three. Oh, man. They tricked us, didn't they? They tricked everybody. They tricked that Joe and Ellie were going to actually come face to face with Bill. And we didn't even get that at all, which... Kind of this suck, man. I was looking forward to when they were going to go to the school and they were going to fight all these zombies around them. Dude, I was really looking forward to that part. I was... Uh, it did really this suck, man. It did suck that we didn't get none of that. What we did get, it was just Bill's backstory. Bill, he's gay. He likes men, and I knew about that before heading into The Last of Us. I knew that he had a partner. He didn't mention on the video game that he had a partner named Frank. And just only on this episode, it only focused on their relationship and just surviving until eventually they both died. Frank was dying of cancer. And I believe they took uh, something that can kill both of them at once. Remember, this did not happen on the video game. And by the ending of the episode, we just got a, a note of Bill uh, leaving 
Joel and Ellie his weapons and they could take anything that they wanted from his house or his town, supposedly. Yeah, man, that's what we mostly did get. But I wish they kept some some of the parts that we got from the game and they included on the TV show. <laughs> we didn't get none of that, man. Which was very disappointing for me. Yeah. And it was... I feel like this episode was just... I had to say it. It just felt like a filler episode. It just felt like... They could have done more. This episode did not... Really got the story moving forward. We only got an episode of a man who was just about to die... And didn't do much in the story. We only got his background story of how he survived all 20 years once the apocalypse started. But it did not move the story forward. And nothing much really happened, which did suck, like I said. And yeah, that's basically my review for it. So far, that, that was my least favorite episode. And hopefully the the next one, hopefully, is better. And the crazy part is that Neil Drugman is helping um, direct these episodes. He's the one helping behind the scenes. And I don't know, man. It's his show, I, I guess. It's his video game. I just did not like how that turned out. And I just wish it was a little bit different. And it was kind of similar to how they did it in the video game. Yeah man. It was very disappointing. Hopefully episode 4 is better. And we get even better scenes. I can't wait until they actually show the bloater. I was hoping that they were going to show it for episode 3. If they went to the school. Because that's when in the video game. We actually got to see the bloater for the very first time. And here on episode 3 on the show. We did not get any of that. Well, guys, that is it for this podcast. Thank you so much for listening. If you made it this far, make sure to subscribe to the podcast, to wherever you are listening to it. And that is it, man. Hopefully, I can see you back next week. That is it, you guys. Thank you so much for listening. As always, take care and live to the fullest. Bye.